Sweet. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here and Matt Way over there. We're waiting on Flip Mozzie, and maybe we'll get Jason today. The Vikings are, tra are leading by three. However, uh, the Saints are driving. Let's hit this roll in so we can get going. Let's do it. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose. Join us on Climbing the Pockets, the final score. It's a tie game. 25-25 with 151 left to go in the fourth quarter. Pardon my words there, but damn. Buried that kick. Why can't the Vikings make it easy on us? <laughs> well, here's the thing, Dave. It's, it's I mean, we'll, we'll get into it probably later on in the show, but it's it's I, I'm I'm disappointed, obviously, because it's it's the Vikings offense, right? Like, where is the aggressiveness we saw in week one? You know, I think the end of the first half was just abysmal mm -hmm. with not going for it on fourth and one inside. You know, I think it was a 28-yard field goal was what we got mm -hmm. there. And then just the panic and, like, the – I don't know. I And I'm a Zimmer stand, but I felt like I was watching a Mike Zimmer offense. At no, the end of the first all day. Half there. All day. Um, yes. Um, and the defense. Yeah. the The defense, for me at least, I don't. I don't put a whole lot of blame on them. Um, they've been put in some pretty pretty crappy spots. So. I yeah, think but they've, 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 they've done enough. They haven't got the stop either. That's true. they're playing. A team without their starting quarterback, starting running back, and starting wide receiver. And, and starting, starting left guard. Oh, and Kenny. Oh, gosh. He just got stopped at like the 19 on his kick return. Yeah. Kenny Wangu. He can't, he can't recognize that Taysom Hill is going to make a play when he's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious flip, the obvious. All right, so here we go. Can Kirk Cousins add another game-winning drive to his resume? Yeah. <laughs> Be the comeback king. Technically a fourth-quarter comeback, right? Because we were trailing. Yeah, it would be. So he'll get another one potentially. So they start off on the 18. Oof. Oof. Well, it's a draw to Dalvin Cook. He bounces outside and gets – so he breaks a tackle. He gets more. He gets 15. 
That sounds so much like Zimmer's offense. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, that was like some Dalvin Cook of old. Ezra Cleveland had a nice block. He breaks a tackle off of uh, Tyron Matthew and scampers up the sideline. So, Well, the offensive line has not played yeah, yeah. as well as we'd hoped. Yes, yes. So now it's first and ten. The 32. Kirk looks left. He fires. Going deep. Jefferson. Open. Caught. Touch. Oh, dang. Lattimore grabbed his ankles. I'm sorry to hype you up there. I'm about to I say, was, what? I thought he was going to the house. I'm not even there yet. Just speed on speed on the outside. Jefferson makes a great catch over the shoulder. Thought he broke it, and then Lattimore just oh. gets his feet there at the end. Right. Oh. Get off! Let's go! <laughs> oh, get off of me! Get off me! I'm Justin Jefferson, baby! <laughs> Let's go! All right, so now I'm curious. I'm curious because we've knocked him on not being aggressive. There's a minute 24, and both teams have both of their timeouts. So... Now that you're in field goal range, do you just try and drain the clock here? They're at they're at the twenty nine. And, and trust and trust that extra point. Welcome, Billy. Dalvin Cook stuffed goes nowhere. They settle for a field goal here. Saints will call a time out. Yeah, because they're going to want to start stopping the clock. They want they want the ball back. Yes, dagger would be nice, but they don't have one. Oh, they can't score a touchdown when they have the lead. Have they done that once this season? Maybe against Green Bay. Yeah, (laughs) Kyle, I love your enthusiasm. Justin Jefferson has, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like he's quietly had like a really productive game. Um, that should have been his 10th maybe, catch, if I remember correctly. Maybe, yeah, he's 10 for 147 today, and I guess technically a touchdown, but that's on a an end around there. So, all right, so they're KJ in motion. Another Dalvin Cook run for one yard, timeout, Saints. So my guess is they run it again. They'll drain the clock for 40 seconds. So we're probably looking at a field goal here by Greg Joseph with about uh, 34 seconds, 35 seconds left to go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they are, they got, they got their big play and they're ready to just, they're, they're ready to just, uh, Kick it and, and go home, hopefully. But this card game is trash. Let it be known if Happy Greg J- Joseph makes brother, the extra Billy. point. Hopefully, we do get it. <laughs> if Greg Joseph makes the uh, extra point, we are just running out the clock in general here. So, KJ Osborne, end around, stopped. Forty seconds from here, so. Did not need some street time. I'd be on the street right now to watch the end of this game. 
You'd be on the what? what? Oh, yes. If, if we would have made that extra point, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call a timeout here. Hopefully Greg Joseph is forgotten about his missed field goal. And Brady, you are 100% correct. We ha- hate having to uh, count on field goals. All right, 29 seconds left to go. No timeouts for the Saints. <laughs> my niece just texted me and said she's uh, she's watching this right now. So shout out to my niece. Cool. You got 29 seconds. I got a minute 14. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Dave. This game's going to be done well before, hopefully. Hopefully, shit. Yeah. Might have just. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's not the first final score that we've watched over time. That's true. So it's uh, 47 yards, right hash, Greg Joseph. Snap, spot, kick, good. Vikings, 28. New Orleans, 25. And how many seconds left? 20-something? 24 seconds. (laughs) Yes, Mary, it's tequila. I needed something today. A mimosa sounds good, or a screwdriver, or Bloody Mary. I needed a man drink today. (laughs) However, I do like Bloody Marys, especially the day after. All right, so... So what's your prediction here, Dave? With 24 seconds left to go, no timeouts for the Saints. They don't have to get very far. Let's just nail the 60-yarder, and I think he can. I think he could probably do it again. Um, uh, defense is going to stop him. All right, I agree with Brady there. Said 24 seconds feels like 24 minutes. <laughs> in in Vikings world, absolutely. Yeah, in my stream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joseph, right, Kyle, Kyle has Joseph as his <laughs> fantasy kicker. Well, well now there's no, three points possible. Or, oh, there's possible there's no reason to watch now because only bad things can happen. Oh, so, Matt, you can just love the me. optimism. I, I love the no. It is optimism. <laughs> I'm on. I'm rocking CC all all year. It's it's All nine right. thirty in the morning for Flip right now. He is this. But he's he's normally drinking whiskey. The day. I'm not drinking whiskey. I got this coffee right here. <laughs> I've already got through my pot of coffee. I'm down to the, the tequila. All right, Dalton. Drop All right, Skullvice. Firing deep. It's caught. Forty five. They're in Viking territory. Harrison Smith is down with an injury, so it's going to stop the clock. Oh my goodness! You cannot make this, this up. up. Oh, I got is writhing in pain. I think he he hurt his wrist. Oh my goodness! Now well, I I'd rather take him. a wrist than what happened to Lewis Chris C. Olave with a great catch. Harrison Smith with a tackle. There's 12 seconds remaining, and they're at the 40. Uh. 
48, back to 48. That's still a heck of a long field goal. So now you got Cam Bynum, Josh Metellus in at safety. Does this not feel like last week to you? <laughs> the only difference here is that the Saints can just kick a field goal, uh, whereas we actually, or last week, they the Lions needed a touchdown. So, I'm trying to see something on his hand. All right, I just saw the replay of Harrison Smith. So they got here. We go again. So they're almost they're yeah, about yeah. a yard off the field goal range. Dalton Grab fires to the right side and complete nine seconds. Good. Pardon me, folks, while I watch. I'm way behind watching the replay on Harrison Smith. Ooh, now it's his right wrist. Good thing with that, though, is you can club that up. If he, if he really is adamant about yeah, it, you that, can club it up. That's what I'm saying. At least it's his hands, not his lower legs. Because, uh, yeah. Second and ten. Dalton looks left. He's going to – nope, he's scrambling off to the right. He throws it, and it's – oh, wow. Is it, a, is it caught? They're calling out of bounds. If they review this, which they probably will, this would get them down to about the 33. Which would make for a 50-yarder. Replay shows out of bounds. Good. I don't think you got that. This one is a little better angle. Nope. No catch. So, incomplete. Thanks, Mary. Glad he's out. Yeah, Flip. It was stop watching because only bad things could happen. Where's Flip right now? He's front of, in front two of two seconds. Sixty-one yard attempt here. Vikings are icing them. <laughs> like that always works. There's. Uh, it might just be a Fox error, but there's zero seconds on the on the the clock right now. Okay, so third and ten. There's two back. seconds back on the clock. Let's get here. We go. Watching. Watch. Sixty-one yard attempt. Yeah. By Will Lutz, right hash, spot down, kick up. It is. We're going to overtime. Oh, it hit the upright. It's no good. <laughs> Vikes win. The- Vikes win. It didn't have the distance. It looked, <laughs> that is nuts. I thought it was in. Let's go. Vikings win. Vikings win. They are now three and one. <laughs> wow. Where did that hit? <laughs> wow. Oh, how do they say it, London? Off the crossbar. Wow. Off the woodwork, baby. Damn. Just barely. Holy buckets. Vi- oh. Your Minnesota Vikings, everybody, is now 3-1. and one, Coming home to play the Chicago Bears next Sunday. According to Brian... Ports, the ball hit the crossbar twice. 
Yeah, it's you'll see the replay here in just a second if you're watching. This, this yeah, screen. I'm behind. I'm gonna. It's it's an insane oh, ball no, here. I missed it. <laughs> oh well. Hopefully they show it again. Saints deserve every ounce of this disappointment. Brady, cheers, buddy. That was good. And here comes the replay. And oh. the kick that I'm watching. I'm behind everybody. Watching it. Going through. Through the uprights. Coming down. Coming down. What? Do doinked this. off the side. Doinked off the crossbar. Did not go through. There is a god. Odin blowing <laughs> on that one. I told you there was no reason to watch the end of that game. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Doink. All right. So we should do the post-game show. Yes, huh? we should do the post-game show. That's what now we're here for. And we want to thank everybody for joining us. Brandon, Brady, Mary, Kyle, Brian, Roger. Uh, anybody else I've missed that has joined us? Billy, of course. And what a happy birthday for your brother, buddy. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Climbing the Pockets, the final score. We started at the two-minute warning. We are now into post-game mode. The Vikings have won. They are 3-1, and one, and all is good. 3-1 and one on top of the division as of now. Woot. <laughs> Over, <laughs> over 500. Dang. Oh, man. Uh, Sometimes it's better hey, to be lucky than good, right? That, it helps. Matt, give me, give me the highlight. What's your highlight? My highlight? Um, I, 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 for me, it's going to sound stupid because we normally don't shout these guys out, but it's got to be the special teams. Uh, they did a tremendous job today, field position wise, uh, turnover, the, the fake punt executed brilliantly, uh, even though the offense squandered that, that conversion. Um, so I'm giving my highlight to the special teams unit this week. They, they played well, uh, and I'll be the, the missed Greg Joseph field goal or extra point was hurt us a little bit. We had to you know, make it go down to the wire. But overall, I think that that, that unit played well. I think that's fair. You know, we did have that long Jalen Rigor return. We had the fake punt, like you mentioned. And Greg Joseph scored a whole lot of points today. So that kind of makes up for the missed extra point. Dave, what's your highlight? Oh, I agree there. You, had, you know, that fake punt was a thing of beauty. The fact that we had the cojones to pull it off. And then you forgot Wang Chung, not on this last return, but the one before had a nice, decent return, got it way upfield. I like that. Also drew a penalty on that play, which pushed it further, setting the Vikings up. That After four weeks, the special teams looks special. Um, they're looking good. Yeah. I wish the offense and the defense would look like that consistently, but – we're Vikings fans. This team makes us drink for a reason. Yeah. What's what's your highlight, Flip? My highlight's going to be um, even more generic. It's going to be Justin Jefferson, 
you know, I do think the Saints had a good defense. Marshawn yes. Lattimore is a real CB1. Mm-hmm. And Justin Jefferson ended up going, you know, 10 for 147. Uh, the running touchdown, but more importantly, the big play at the end of the game to put us in what was the game-winning field goal range. So Justin Jefferson, people were talking about him being frustrated again, even at a point where he had like 81 yards. It's just all talk about people trying to read into the sidelines. He he had a good game pretty much throughout the game. Um yeah was was warm and then made the big play at the end. I, I love that. And that's what you get when you have an elite wide receiver. He showed it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 10 receptions, 147 yards, and uh, a touchdown on the ground on the end around. So he, it's a good bounce back game for him, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it was much better. And the offense seemed a little bit more well-rounded. You had Adam Thielen with some key catches. All over the place. He had eight receptions for 72 yards. And the offense was not well-rounded. It was not well-rounded. <laughs> now, as in who they were targeting. The run, the run game was terrible. The K.J. Osborne had, what, two targets today? Two targets, How, yeah, that's, that's not well-rounded. Well, yeah, you got a point there, Flint. But it's, Kirk, Kirk it's Cousins been, today... See, because I get called out for not knowing my numbers sometimes. So Kirk Cousins today was three for six, 23 yards, and an interception when targeting tight ends or fullbacks. We still continue to throw those guys the ball. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> KJ Osborne, all three of those receivers should have five, at least five targets a game. That's all I'm asking. Okay. We'll set that for a goal next week. I mean, I thought we so. I don't know if you guys if you guys went out and, and read the article I wrote just about Adam Thielen, but I thought he bounced back decently today um, with eight eight receptions for seventy two yards. Um, I thought there were still some other opportunities for him to get the ball. Um, you could you kind of see from some end zone views that that he was open, but um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I wish KJ would have been involved a little bit more instead of uh, the tight ends, but. Well, as GMAC they, pointed out, Kirk's placement today was a little off. Yeah. In a lot of spots, oh, even uh, Thielen and Jefferson, it was off. Yeah, yeah what do you think a about little. that? They, uh, they should have caught those balls. I, we don't have to stay on this long, but what do you think about that uh, that pass in the in the end zone there where it was behind Jefferson, but he, he definitely got his hands on it? Do you think, is that on Kirk, that on Jefferson, that on both? I think you know, it's what probably, I'm talking about. It's it's probably on the offensive line number one, offensive line number one I'd say, and then Justin Jefferson, yeah, make that make a special catch when your when your quarterback's under pressure. I don't I don't put that on Kirk at all. Okay, uh, Kirk should have placed it better. Well, <laughs> I put I put those I put that check down on Kirk. Um, <laughs> there, it's, it just Sorry, it guys. wasn't it wasn't exactly. They're not playing up to speed like the special teams. It's they're still a little off. If you get that tuned in, this will be a much better offense. And yes, there was a lot of pressure today. We get to low lights. Low lights Let's to me. Low lights. As yeah. much as I hate it, has to go to the offensive line. They were letting pressure, even off the outside. Brian O'Neill, who we just hyped up as the number one offensive tackle in the league was uh, getting beat today. 
Mm-hmm. And whether it was interior or outside, it didn't matter. Across the board, they were getting beat. Now, Kirk had some time on some of those and still held on, but there was way too much pressure allowed to be generated today. And a lot of times, this is only by four defenders rushing. Uh, now, they didn't handle the stunts and the blitz as well, but it was the low light of the game should have been the offensive line because they did not play up to what they've generated for expectations already so far this season. Yeah, that's that's fair. So why why am I the guy when I see the offensive line playing bad in the second quarter? Why am I the guy who's overreacting? Why am I the guy who oh made the call too soon? You don't know that flip. It was just one bad rep. You're you're only looking at one play. No, the people. Are you, are you- are you talking about people, today's game or last week? No, he's talking about today's who were game. Overreacting. The people who were overreacting were the people who said this offensive line was fixed after three weeks of football. After years, after eight years of sucking, you see three games, and that's enough for you to tell you to convince you that the offensive line is fixed. You got to be kidding me. But do, I'm do the one who's remember, overreacting. Do you not remember what the offensive line used to look like, Flip? What is your definition was, of fixed? Is your definition of fixed like the 20th best offensive line in the league? I mean, I don't have it up with me right now, but they were better than that through three games this season. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't say they're not better. I didn't say they weren't improved. But fixed means that we don't have to worry about it. Fixed means that you can look over here and you know that thing is not going to break. And they broke today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think there were definitely some holes in the protection for sure. And they did not have a, a great game. But I'm not going to sit here and say that they're just like dog shit again. Like the, the, okay, but are you are you worried about them next week? No, especially not against the Bears. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you're not worried about them, I think you should be. I was worried about so, them going into, into this game. This This <laughs> performance today was not unexpected. That's all I'm saying. Of course well, it they're going to struggle when they this go This is against. the Vikings. Yeah. This is a Kirk yeah. Cousins-led team for the last four years. They're going to have offensive line struggles. It's going to cause Kirk to check down or miss passes. It's just why this offense isn't exploding the way we want them to. That's a huge See, part of and, it. And I think that's more my frustration here is we were sold a bill of goods that, that, that this offense was going to be elite. Justin Jefferson was going to be in the Cooper Cup role, and today he was. Like I will give Justin Jefferson credit. He even left some stuff out there on the field. There were a couple drops that I thought he probably should have made. So that stat line is probably even better. But this looks like just a glorified Kubiak offense. Like there's nothing different that I'm seeing on a week to week basis. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I said every week on my show, I'm expecting an offensive like blowout performance. And I thought when you're going up against a team that has, they're missing their starting quarterback, they're missing their starting running back, they're missing their starting left tackle, they're missing their starting wide receiver one, and they still let up 25 points, and they couldn't put that team away from an offense perspective because if they're aggressive, if the Vikings offense is aggressive at the end of the first half, you're looking at being up 17-7, 21-7, and then you're putting Andy Dalton in throw mode, and you just send the, the defensive lineman right at them get some pressure, and we can walk out of London 
kicking the Saints' ass. But instead, Easy, we well rested. Yeah. Instead, we're sitting yeah. here now. Harrison Smith's hurt. We lost Lewis Seen probably for the season. Um, granted, we didn't know what he was going to be, but still, your first round rookie like that's a lot. I I don't know. The offense is, is pissing me off in more more ways than one. But uh, I'm glad we got a win. I'm glad we got a win. But they need to take some time on this. I hope they're not sleeping on the flight home because, you know, I, you, you asked the question last week, Flip, about if we avoided a bad loss or had a good win uh, versus Detroit. And I said we had a good win. We avoided a bad loss this week. Like this, we avoided a bad loss. And this, the Vikings should be watching film and figuring out how the hell to be electric on offense because if they show up next week versus the Bears and they run it this close. Yeah. But mm, they're no racking way. up W's. That's the name of the game. They're against teams three and one chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, rant done. my low light, my low light. No, the low lights are clear here. The offensive line, the defense is just, I mean, how how is that offense with those players so many injuries and it and they still put up twenty five against us. That was that might be the worst defensive performance this year because of who they were playing against. Um, but my low light is three carries for Alex Madison. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing to have Dalvin Cook coming off a shoulder injury. I know he was a full participant in yeah. in practice this week, but there's just no sense of a stable, of a shared workload. Why are we dressing four running backs when we're only going to give one of them 90% of the carries? Very disappointing to just, you know, to see. You know, the Saints, you know, without Alvin Kamara, splitting carries, carries between Latavius Mary, Mark Ingram, both look fresh, both were very effective. And the Vikings, just Dalvin Cook, got worse over time that game. And it just... Give us some more energy there. Give us some more pop out of the backfield. Yeah, no, I agree. I I do think Madison looked good on that screenplay uh, for the touchdown, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like he deserved more opportunity. Uh, there's a, there's a comment I saw, um, and it's just fueling into to my my great, anger for the Vikings comments. offense. Great comments uh, today. I can't believe we do this every <laughs> y'all do this every week with us. I can't believe we watch this. How do we do it? Um, Matt, Aaron. Go ahead. I, I'm not like singling you out, but I see your jet lag comment and I see there's a winky face after it. So you're probably joking a little bit, but these guys are professionals. Like this is their job. I Jet lag is not an excuse for me. Jet lag is not an excuse. If you're an East Coast team and you're flying to the West Coast and you have to play there or vice versa, that's not an excuse. You're professionals. Show up when you're asked to play. So that, do you think that, they got the sports science wrong when they were talking about fitting out the plane with 50 day beds <laughs> and just having all 50 players sleep on the way over on Thursday when the Saints yeah. got there on Tuesday? Do you think they got that call wrong? Do you think they were lethargic this game, or do you think it's just typical Vikings football? Well, I'm sure uh, going from all of their sleep number 360 beds to – Dalvin Tomlinson laying in a daybed on a jet across the ocean. I'm sure that really rejuvenated him and got him ready to go for this game. But I, I thought they looked fine at the beginning. I, they just they just took their foot off the gas and they just couldn't get going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah. and they just kept settling for field goals because they they had some sort of mentality in them that was just like, it's the Saints, we'll be fine, we'll we'll just take the points, we'll get it on the next drive. Well, they kept the Saints in it the whole goddamn game, and then we had to. It's not a miracle. I mean, you should go down and score against them like like they did at the end, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it took two bounces off the field goal post for us to win that game in regulation. That's a mini miracle. (laughs) That's, that's what I, that's why I said at the beginning, it's better sometimes to be, uh, lucky than good. And Mm -hmm. when you, when you speak about luck this game, I mean, there were some questionable penalties, uh, Tyron Matthews hands to the face against Jefferson, which extended the drive. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshawn Lattimore's PI, which initially I was like, "Yeah, he's definitely holding." Um, but after the the Mike Pereira came on on the air and was kind of walked through it, I probably agree that it it probably shouldn't have been called. Um, there was a little bit on both sides there, uh, but they got bailed out last week too. I mean, who was number twenty four on the Lions that just extended that whole drive? So luck will run out eventually. And so they just need to figure this stuff out because I'm like, I'm happy, but I'm nervous if this is the performances we're going to keep getting. Oh, Aaron, G-Max got you... me cracking up. They they had to let that schmuck taste and fill score too. <laughs> I know. What is he getting paid? Is he still getting paid $20 million? I'm sorry, Dave. I cut you off. Well, it's, uh, what is funny, Aaron said if you had money on the Saints – and uh, puke. The only deal was before the game, the the line changed to Vikings minus four. Vikings won by three. So I if think, uh, yeah. you'd pick the Vikings at that line and not the two and a half it was earlier in the week, I think he was crime. talking money line, money line. So where do we go from here, boys? Uh, what's on tap? You know, Sunday against the Bears. We got a full day today to watch where the rest of the NFC, how they mm-hmm. perform. And then we've got a Bears matchup. Are are we feeling good going to that Bears matchup? Mm-hmm. And it, are we feeling better than if we had lost today? I mean, to me, this game against the Bears um, at home after coming back from London, huge opportunity to go 4-1. and one. And if you don't, you know, you've got the Miami Dolphins. Now, Tua, Tua got injured on Thursday. Eddie Bridgewater. It, <laughs> it may be it may be Kirk Cousins versus Teddy Bridgewater with the Vikings four and one versus the Dolphins four and one. That is a real situation we could be talking about. So next week, I just I don't know how a loss to the Bears would even set you up for a good performance in Miami. Certainly don't want to be no, going in you, three we should that game. A loss to the Bears is a defeat. It's a failure. If we lose to the Bears, it's a failure. From the top on down, Kevin O'Connell on down, that would be a failure. The Bears are not anywhere close this season. And if the Vikings lose, it's a failure from the top on down. They should not lose. I'm with with Dave here. There is – if – if they don't go home and blow out the Bears, then oh, I, I'm not going to say blowout, but they need so to. They, they need, need to win. To. 
So I got I got two counterpoints. First is the Bears are two and one going against the Giants today. So we, we could easily be looking next week. Uh, two, three, <laughs> two, three and one teams. Two, three and one teams. And number two, I don't think we can ask this team to blow out anybody. Anybody right now. I mean yeah. I wish we could. We should know. The Bears are better than the Saints team we played today. You know what scares me uh, about next week is we saw how they handled playing Jalen Hurts. Like that comment. Yeah. <laughs> we saw Maybe how they handled like playing comment. Jalen Hurts. Wait till wait till they play Justin Fields. And I'm not I'm not saying Justin Fields is like Jalen Hurts, but he's got the improvisation aspect to his game. He can scramble. He doesn't he can have move. any other choice. He can exactly he can get out of the pocket. <laughs> and we've talked about the lack of speed on defense. Um, and you, you, now you might be down Harrison Smith next week. No one yeah. knows about that injury quite yet. Club that um, sucker up. It's he, only a wrist or a hand. Club it up. You don't need – he can still tackle. He hits hard enough to tackle. Club it up. So he doesn't get an interception. Hey, <laughs> too bad. Hit harder. It'd be a nice game to get um... – well, I guess Cam Bynum's playing all year, it sounds like, after the Lewis injury. And I have no idea how that went. All I heard was it was gruesome. Yeah, I saw I saw some videos uh circulate on Twitter. I am not gonna you know watch that, but uh not gonna watch it. Not gonna watch it. I uh so, I hope it's not as bad as what it appears it be. is going to be, but um yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can be healthy and, and back for for next season. If Andy Dalton Dalton is carving this defense up, I'm not going to say Justin Fields can do that, but the Bears do also have a strong run game, and Teddy Bridgewater could very well carve this defense up with Tyree Hill and Jason Waddle. Yeah, the Bears game is a must win. It's a must-win game. I'm calling it already. Yeah, everybody got that. I, Flips. I would agree with that. A must-win. And and and, and I'll rescind we'll, my we'll blowout take for next week. But it needs to be convincing. Like next, it needs to be a convincing victory. Like I don't want to see this like fourth and one kick a field goal kind of stuff. Like if you're down that close, punch it in. Let's keep the pressure and and just win a convincing game. Week one was like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Week one was like that. And the whole idea of flying late was so they didn't have as much adjustment on the backside for the Bears game. We'll see how it works. Right. Right. Just go to go to London late, you know. Ease past, ease past the Saints, in and out, you know, no big deal. And then get back and prepare for the Bears game. I, that went well. That did not add to our stress this morning at all, that plan. Thielen <laughs> literally just had a, a comment at the, the podium that says that's the best he's ever felt in a London game. Really? Okay. Good for him. Okay. How many has he played? <laughs> That's his third, right? Oh, his third London. He's been around for third. so long. Um, <laughs> please return. 
Hey, let's go over some defensive oh, hey. highlights real quick. Patrick Peterson led, or did, did not lead. He had three tackles, two solo, two pass defenses, especially in the second half. He would he looked better. I was surprised. Harrison yeah. Smith, six sackles. Eric Kendricks, eight sackles. A quiet eight. I didn't see Kendricks hardly at sackles. all, except for when he was on the um, sideline. Uh, Jordan Hicks, seven sack. Uh, tackles. Daniil Hunter, three tackles. Our only sack came from Zadarius Smith. We had Jonathan Bullard with one tackle. We go on down. Blah, blah. Dalvin Tomlinson had four. Shannon Sullivan had five. And Shannon Sullivan had that real good uh, where he diagnosed the play sort of like a screen and he took the guy out denying the first down. Uh, Troy Dye was in there for Kendricks when Kendricks was out. Tell us. Cameron Bynum had six tackles. Good for Cameron. Hopefully, I don't like seeing safeties with a lot of tackles. That means the ball is getting back there. <laughs> and, uh, hey, shout out my to Chris DJ Boyd. Chris Five Boyd tackles, with that huge. One sack. Yes. Huge so Chris one. Boyd force fumble and recovery. So, yeah. The think defense the didn't look turned as good that as turnover into three points. How many points off turnover did we get this game? Six. Also, give a, a shout out here to, to Dalvin Tomlinson. I thought he played a really, really good game today, and, and he was a notable presence on that defensive mm-hmm. line. So, um, I think even late in the game, he got um, a sack. He got a sack. He is very. He he ripped through that offensive line and made a great tackle for loss. So. Uh, I'm play. glad. I'm glad that he's playing well. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I'm not going to give Kirk any slack, or I'm not going to. I'm not going to go uh, Kirk mode. That's comeback king to you, Flip. No, that interception was garbage. <laughs> that interception was garbage. Back to back weeks of comebacks. <laughs> he led us to another comeback win. Anyways, all if right. You, uh, any last questions? Go, this should be the speed round. Questions by the viewers. Do you guys have any of them? If, if anybody, where's this uh, audio coming from? What audio? I'm not hearing anything. I got something going on. <laughs> um, if you go to the UK Vikings Twitter page, uh-huh. you can see Kirk Cousins and Chris Boyd grittying off the field at London. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I don't think it'll Just really gritty show on, gritty back on to the U.S., boys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Freddie, did you like that game? What a game, man. Skull. It's too early. James let's, asked, let's, are the Vikings a top 10 team? I got to make some pancakes. My um, record, yes. They're right Are they in top two? Who's the tenth best team in the NFL right now? There was only two it's undefeated teams, so I'd have to, I'd have to pull up the, the standings right uh-huh. now. Said so there's only two undefeated teams in the whole league. Uh, the tenth best team by record right now are the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they'll they'll beat the Patriots today, so they'll move up. Hopefully, and um, 
I, yeah, I feel like we could go to, could do feel like we could go into Lambeau and, and beat the Packers right now. I mean, they don't look great either. So, I mean, the NFC they North don't. is, is open. I, and I'm glad we're clinching or clutching out these, these, these wins early in the season. Cause it, it's going to uh-huh. matter later. Mm-hmm. Rack um, up the wins. But the, the Packers have not shown that they are a favorite by, by any means. No, I just think it's, um, again, the wins are great. I think every Vikings fan has that dread that, you know, we could very much be looking at a playoff appearance, but maybe not fair too well in those playoffs, but that's a, mm-hmm. that's three months away. So for now, let's just enjoy the victories and try let's to improve when we can, where we can beat the Chicago bears. We're in October folks. Yeah. And celebrate that win. I love just the the <laughs> the Saints fan who spent all that cash flying over to London just to watch just to watch Andy Dalton and Latavius <laughs> Murray. <laughs> Gosh, what is this, 2016? And and, and Tyquan Smith double doink off the post to lose the game. Enjoy your bangers and mash, Saints fans. <laughs> All right, what have we got going this week? I know Monday we have Tyler Fornis and the Real Forno show. Tuesday, and I'm sure he'll be going into great detail about Kirk Cousins checking down or some something to that effect. Uh, Tuesday, because he's monitoring that all season. Tuesday, we have Viking Hot Takes, your partner in crime, the Great one and only Eric Thompson was at the game. He was there along with fellow CTP member, our CTP Germany representative, Jonas Stark. They both were at the game. They watched it. Eric will be back hopefully Tuesday to tell us a little bit more about it and bring his hot takes. Not that Flip will have any. Right, Flip? I. Eric's going to be jet lagged and all my takes are the same. <laughs> not an excuse. Lagging. He's a professional. It's He's not a- an excuse. <laughs> Eric's going to be jet lagged. We'll think of some hot takes setting up for this Bears game. Let's see how the Bears look today. He'll be fine. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, we have Vikings happy hour. Last week, we had Matthew Collar. And Matthew Collar was a little testy this morning on Twitter, if you were following him. Uh, what did you... Matthew Collar, if you missed the show last week, go watch it. It's a good setup. And then relive what we just saw. It's not bad. But who have we got this week, Matt? Uh, No guests lined up, so it's probably just the normal crew, um, unless somebody, you know, comes out of the woodwork here. But uh, me, Miles, and Ryan, along with you, Dave, uh, should be a fun show. I know Miles has some some thoughts on this game, so... uh, (laughs) You you'll, you'll probably want to check check his takes out. It's been a couple weeks. Um, and then we get back down again to the pregame show with me and my buddy Darren, the two old bloggers, for the Bears. But if you have not seen, yesterday we had it in our focus yesterday, what's wrong with Justin Jefferson? I want to thank absolutely everybody that's okay. watched it. That show has uh, sort of gone viral. There is something wrong with Justin Jefferson. I do appreciate all the, the typical, there's nothing wrong, move on, without even watching. Yes, there was something reported to be wrong. Did we see it today? 
Maybe not. Maybe they filed it and got it fixed. That was our whole point. Anyways, but, but I'm sure we're going to have, well, that wasn't rumored. That was reported by a Slay. Um, but we're going to have something, hopefully, as controversial coming up next Saturday as well. Maybe that, you know, controversial. the Bears are good. Do you believe that? Nothing. Question mark? Nothing is more controversial than a flip message in the DM chat. No matter <laughs> what I say, no matter what I can't even say, the offensive line is struggling. These film guys come out of the woodwork to tell me about Max Protect and how you counter the blitz. Nothing can be more controversial. We just should have one big DM for all of our audience, so y'all, so y'all can just see how they come at me in the group chat. Yeah, for it's when Kirk brutal. comes and gets under pressure, it's brutal. But it's funny. <laughs> anyway, it's a good time. <laughs> Any last this words, guys? Show. Before we no, sign this off? is a good show. We, we we can have a full day here with with a Vikings victory. So let's just enjoy it. Yep, three what? and one, twenty eight, twenty five. Beat the hated Saints. Um, I really wanted to see Jameis Winston throw a couple picks our way, but. Beating a redhead is the next best thing for a Vikings fan. So, <laughs> go Vikings. Skull Vikings! Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found. And to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a Climbing the Pocket and SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. Goal, everybody.